Welcome to the Musicians Weekly Digest podcast. I am your host, Easton Parks, and today is Tuesday, March 21st. Before we get into the show, I'm just going to go over our four segments that we're going to have today. The first being new music releases. Second being Lollapalooza and Pitchfork Festival Chicago. Third being recent addictions of mine. And the fourth being music coming this week. So let's get into it. A lot of new music this week. The first album I'm going to talk about is Less by Death Crash. That's Death Crash is all one word. All stylized, lowercase. This is a like slowcore record, and I believe this is my album of the week. This record feels very vulnerable, with um, lots of longing vocals, beautiful guitar harmonies. It feels like there's a perfect balance between simplicity and complexity. And um, it's interesting to see a band like this emerge from the same London scene as bands like Black Country New Road, Black Midi, Caroline, and more. You know, a lot of post-punk music coming out of that area. And this slowcore, maybe slightly emo-tinged post-rock is really refreshing and um, rightfully so, my album of the week. Moving on, my next album I'm going to talk about is 10,000 Gex by 100 Gex. This is, of course, 100 Gex, hyper-pop legends at this point, pioneers even. Um, I think this record starts out really hot, the first three songs being really good, and then they just completely lose me with the song Frog on the Floor. Um, and then the rest of the album was pretty good. I don't love the ska influence, but I really like the new metal kind of stuff they bring to this record. Um, the added guitars that weren't really in the, the past record. I still think A Thousand Gex is a better record, but um, the glimpses of greatness on this one really show Another record I listened to this week is Eve to More, Praise the Lord Who Choose, But Which Does Not Consume, or Simply Hot Between Worlds. A lot of people are high on this record. I think it's all right. I think the production is really well, really well done. I think Eve to More, um, Eve to More's performance does not match the production 100% of the time. And yeah, a lot of people, a lot more people like this than I do. I just, I'm not in love with this record. Another album I want to talk about, M83 Fantasy. Um, some good synth pop, great production. Um, but it's not, it's not an album to die for. It's just really well produced. I don't think there's a whole lot of substance in the songwriting. 
and I think the production is really why you should listen to this. So if you're into some really well-done synth pop, go listen to that. The band Geese from New York, I believe Brooklyn, released a new single called 3D Country. This is the title track for the new album they have that's coming June 23rd. It's more kind of country, western, cowboy inspired. You can see that reflected in the album art and in the sound. And I think it's really fun. I think this and the other track they have for the album are really fun. And I got to give them credit. I loved their debut record. And this is a stylistic difference from that one. But I think they're doing it just as well. And um, I'm really excited for this. Of course, JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown dropped a new single. It's the title track for their upcoming record that comes out this Friday. I love the beat. And it's just as eccentric as the last single they put out. I actually like the production on this one more. I think the beat is more interesting and maybe not as cluttered. Not to say that the last track was bad, because that track was great, too. This is really um, one of my most anticipated albums of the year. And it's two great singles so far. My next segment, I want to talk about Lollapalooza and Pitchfork Festival Chicago. Two of the biggest festivals that affect the area that I live in. Um, Pitchfork Festival announced their lineup before Lollapalooza earlier this week, I believe, Sunday or Monday. I believe it was Monday. Um, some of the headliners are The Smile, Always, Perfume Genius, Big Thief, Waste Blood, King Cruel, Bon Iver, Kalela, Coffee. I guess that was all of the headliners. And then some notable Undercards being Nation of Language, The Alchemist, Mavi, Snail Mail, Panda Bear, Deeper, Killer Mike, JPEG Mafia, Jockstrap, Soul Glow, and a lot more. This festival really excites me. Um, this is one I would go to every single day. I'm not sure if I will go. But out of all the festivals that I've seen so far, this lineup is the best. It's incredible. I would go to every single day. And Pitchfork, of course, music rating, reviewing company. Um, they've handpicked some of their favorite artists and music, and they bring them in. And um, they really do make the, one of the best festivals in my opinion. Now, Lollapalooza announced their lineup today with um, headliners as followed. Kendrick Lamar, Billie Eilish, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Lana Del Rey, Carol G, The 1975, Tomorrow and Together, and Odessa. I think I'm saying that right. And then, I'm not going to even try to say all of the undercards that I love, but I'm just going to say a couple. Fred again, Maggie Rogers, 
Pusha T, Lil Yachty, Mount Joy, The Backseat Lovers, Biba Doobie, and a whole lot more. Of course, Lollapalooza is the biggest music festival that happens in Chicago and uh, a lot of the biggest ones around the world as well. I think this lineup is pretty good. I would want to see the day-by-day lineup before I make any decisions, but I doubt I would go to this one unless there was a, a day that was really stacked with artists I love. Um, overall, not a bad lineup, though. People love to complain about these festival lineups. I usually tend to think they're all right. I don't know. I don't think people give enough credit to the promoters and people who put these things together. So that was my uh, recap of Lollapalooza and Pitchfork Festival. My next segment, of course, as I mentioned, is Recent Addictions. I got two records that I want to talk about, first of which being All These Things... Nope, I said it wrong. All Things Must Pass by George Harrison. Of course, former Beatle, and I believe... He's gone. Rest in peace. Um, this record just feels so charming with this sweet catchiness. It doesn't feel overproduced, but it feels warm. And this is an all-time record. And the next record I want to talk about is Rare Feeling by Twain. That is Twain like Mark Twain. Um, this is a folk album and it's incredibly intimate in the production choices and the feel of the music um, I love the song Dear Mexico Thank You for Joyce I think that song is incredible and I think it really captures the, the spirit of this record I love the minimal percussion and like I said the really intimate sounding recording I can just imagine the mic placements and how he's singing and playing guitar. It just feels like it's right in front of you. And those are those kinds of records. These kinds of records, they feel tangible. They feel like you can hold them in your hand. You can see them in front of you. It makes it, makes it great. Now moving on to music that's coming out this week. I want to talk about Westerman. Got probably my most anticipated album of the year so far coming out in May, I believe. And he has a single coming out tomorrow. That will be Wednesday, the 22nd. Lana Del Rey's record, Did You Know That There's a Tunnel Under Ocean Boulevard, comes out this Friday. Three great singles, and I'm anticipating this to be one of her best records. Fallout Boy and Depeche Mode are both releasing records this Friday. I don't know if I'm gonna listen to them. I'll probably listen to a little bit, but I doubt I'll finish the projects. Not too excited about those, but I thought they were notable enough to talk about. Black Country New Road is releasing their live at the Bush Hall performances um, to streaming services. Of course, this performance you can watch on YouTube. Um, their frontman left last 
last year. Yep, last year, right before their record came out. And they've been making a new sound ever since and um, performing and touring it. And I don't, I don't prefer it to the old stuff. I really think their old frontman, Isaac, was a huge impact on the band. But this is still quality music, and I'm excited to listen to it more with some of the ease, the accessibility, with it being on streaming services. And wrapping up the show, of course, JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown are releasing their record together this Friday. So excited for this one. Some of the most notable um, rappers in the experimental hip-hop world, if you want to call it that. Two great personalities that gel well. Of course, I believe most of the production is going to be from JPEG Mafia, who is a great producer. This is just one of the best collabs and one of the most important rap albums coming out this year. And it's going to be brilliant. I'm going to tell you that now, and I'm going to guarantee it. And that was the show. Thank you for tuning in. Of course, this is the Musicians Weekly Digest podcast. Today is Tuesday, March 21st. I am Easton Parks. Thank you for joining me.